able to to get through the initial like I don't know what's happening why do I feel like I'm disconnected that noise yeah and, and start focusing on the other noise which is more like hey I want to read this book for an extra 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I can because I don't have a notification going off yeah <laughs> And what? well, go ahead. I was just gonna say, what book would this be? Um, Star several. Trek novel. Several. several. Um, well, yeah. So I just finished the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe with the kids. Mm-hmm. And we're moving on to Prince Caspian. Okay. Is that uh, in the finished... in the series there? Or? Yep, it's the Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. We Our finished the Harry Potter books um, about a month ago. Did anybody cry? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's rough. It's a good mystery though. It's a good one, and it's uh, I mean, it's a good cry too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So now we're doing Chronicles of Narnia, and then we're gonna take a little detour out of series books for a little bit, and do a couple of of shorter ones, like um, because of Win Dixie and like Summer of the Monkeys, a couple of you know funny ones. And then we're gonna jump back in hardcore into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I suppose that's about time for that. It is about time for it. Hey, if they made it through Harry Potter. Yeah. Are you going to read all the poetry and stuff? I'm going to convert them into songs. Oh, okay. Which is what I did even with some of the stuff that was in the Harry Potter book. And when I read Lord of the Rings, I convert those poems into songs anyway. So hmm. So you like to make it an immersive experience. It's totally an immersive experience, yeah. yeah. Visual, audio. Yeah. I mean, I can't promise that there won't be dancing. <laughs> Well, you got a couple dancers in your family. But we have some dancers, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's our that's our plan. The other thing I like about being unplugged, at least, like, doing it for a week, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I don't have to worry about keeping up with the news cycle. Yeah. Like, it's going to pass me, and, I'm, and I don't have any way of catching up, and that's fine. Yeah. I don't need to worry about it during that time. <laughs> yeah, it's a privilege to if something is imminent then i'm gonna find out about it yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's how i that's how i kind of logic myself into there and out do you think you would be able to get those kind of benefits on a holodeck i do yeah even though though you're totally plugged in (laughs) completely connected i do think you could um which is a super segue yeah conversation very pro. I'm I'm so you. so impressed with you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's 
that's what we're here to talk about. As it well is. As catch it's, up. it's holodeck time. Yeah. I thought that could involve hollow sweets. Yes, that's what I studied. Hollow novels. Yeah. You which you probably into a hollow sweet, which I would yeah. probably be totally about. Yeah. Um. And what I have some. You, what oh, would go your, ahead. What would your hollow novel choice be? Hmm. If there's anything I've learned so far in watching Star Trek, it is not to pick Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to be bringing Moriarty I mean, into look, all of this. Moriarty's a great character, yeah. very well written, but holy cow. Don't want to meet him. <laughs> the dude scares me. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a... Uh... Yeah, Holmes had trouble with him, and he doesn't have trouble with anybody. He doesn't have trouble with anyone, and Holmes mm -hmm. had trouble with him. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if I was gonna if I was gonna jump into a hollow novel, mm -hmm. um, gosh, I really love. Have you heard of Lisa Lutz, author? Mm, she wrote no. a series of books called like the Spellman Files, and it's about a family of private investigators. Oh, fun. And they like investigate themselves sometimes, <laughs> investigate each other, and they form alliances and investigate against each other. So they try to like they're really busybodies and they're trying to figure out what each other's <laughs> up to. And so it's a hilarious series of books. I oh, highly recommend it. Yeah. They're so great because she's really smart, really you know got a great sense of humor to the way she writes stuff, and like it's hilarious. Just yeah, it's really quick paced. The Spellman books take place in San Francisco, which for oh. me is a personal like. Cool, I'm home. going home, but in a book. Yeah. Really neat, too. So, yeah. That's great. How about you? What would you pick? Ooh. Turn the lens around, <laughs> as they say, in the, in the entertainment world. Oh, man. I don't know. Because books, like, the problem with books is, like, they go through it, you know? When you're reading, somebody's got to go from here to there, and it's going to take got to make while. the journey. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't, and I, you know, the books that I really, really love aren't really, really what where I would want to go and spend a lot of time in. Mm. Um, although I guess one of my favorite books that I might like to to top into is Dirk Gently's Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul, Ooh. which is uh, Douglas Adams' second Dirk Gently book. Yeah, and, I'm just glad to hear that you didn't pick like one of those, you know. Scandinavian, you know, mystery, you know, the, the Swedish noir or, oh. the, you know, the, like yeah. the Wallander mysteries and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> because I wouldn't want to spend my hollow novel in Sweden in winter yeah. investigating a crime. <laughs> like, yeah. that just doesn't sound like any fun. <laughs> no, no. And this, this, this one takes place in in London and this girl she's probably in her 20s working professional or whatever uh, she's like you know it starts off with like and now at least I'm not I'm not imagining it's been a bad day because she ends up in an explosion in an airport <laughs> but uh, you know all these things are going right like you know she just broke up they were going to meet with their boyfriend but they're both so busy that they both left notes at the hotel mm. that they weren't going to be there you know she had to find her cat and then find somebody to take care of. like all of this stuff she gets to the airport and there's this big guy in front of her and he's like you know trying to get on the plane and 
it turns out it's Thor. Uh, and he's like trying to negotiate, like, do you have a birth certificate? Do you have any ID, any money? And then Kate is standing behind him like, I'll write, a ch- I'll buy you a ticket, you know, and she buys him a ticket. And she gets past him and then the, the, like the stewardess or the attendant is like, passport? And he's like, no. And she just is like, that's it, I'm done with them. And she turns and walks and then the whole like death, nobody died in, in the explosion, but the, he just like, you find out wow. later, he, he like, wow. God, God blew up. He couldn't fly. He could blow up a, and there's something satisfying about like being able to d- damage a airline death. Yeah, I mean, I don't travel as much, you know, anymore as I yeah. as I used to. But gosh, I really hated those desks. Yeah, it just now, felt for... like, and there was nothing magical about them that I know of. Yeah, but they felt like like they held all of the secrets. All of them. Yeah, they weren't t- <laughs> they weren't giving them out. You had to no. ask the right questions. <laughs> It was some kind um, of weird code that I never could figure out. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget the first line of that book, which is, no one has ever described an airport as uh, as lovely or beautiful. Uh, I can't mm. remember. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, he just gives a tirade about airports right at the beginning. It's a great uh, way to start. I, yeah. <laughs> I really, I actually really like that. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll probably enjoy this book. I, it's it's also kind of a slice of uh, nine, late nineties, early mid nineties tech too. Mm-hmm. Um, both the Dirk Gently ones. I love me with. some old tech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's mainly this girl that's just like just trying to catch a break, but she gets hooked up with the gods, you know. And yeah, and Dirk, Dirk Gently's a slob of a detective, and um, he believes in like hol- you know, the holistic. It's a holistic detective agency because he like the whole idea of like a butterfly's wings flapping caused something mm-hmm. to, you know, and yeah. the hurricane. Where's the ripple gonna start? And yeah, so he's like yeah. stick, sticks to that philosophy. So he's like, he meets Kate because he was following her because he felt mm. like he should. And then he ends up rending her. And then, you know, she's like just out of the hospital or whatever. And uh, that's how they kind of, he's like, I'm supposed to run into you. I'm good now. And they, and they get on this trip, you know way to to figure out and she's sort of reluctantly like curious about what's yeah. happening so i just think that would be real fun and a hollow suite hollow deck i think that'd be really fun yeah uh, the spellman ones I, I forgot about there's there's a whole family of like investigators and then there's the youngest daughter who's like there's a serious age gap like 10 years something like that yeah and she knows all the secrets so she's basically the blackmailer <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Is it young adult or is it? No, it's it's right. a it's a regular okay. fiction novel. It's so fun. The whole Spellman. Awesome. There's like I think there's like four or five of them. They're just hilarious books, and they're really like they click like you can get through them quickly. There's nothing there's nothing yeah. creepy about them. They're just really good, yeah. just really good quick fiction mystery novels. So I yeah that that sounds like just perfect. I'll get it for my trip. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I totally recommend them. They're they're just great. I. Much better than other things that I probably recommended to you in the past. <laughs> oh, speaking of science fiction recommendations, um, mm. Dax and I saw Nope this past weekend. Oh, I want to see that. Okay. Well, I won't talk about it then. Um, but It looks I, fantastic. Gosh. It's it's a beautiful movie. Um, and, like, I am not – once I saw uh, Silence of the Lambs, I didn't ever want to go to another scary movie again. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I've just heard a lot about 
Is it Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele, yeah. Yeah, and his talent, and I wanted to see what that was all about, and and it it was, um, like I would say four percent of the the scariness of uh, Silence of the Lambs, especially mm. if you're a sci-fi person, because it is leaning into sci-fi and western yeah. and horror. So it's like kind of a all three. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Well, I, it sounds great. Yeah. Um sci-fi sci-fi um and horror kind of go well with our topic yeah yeah in fact i i hadn't realized it till i saw nope that i was like i'm so used to seeing terror in sci-fi that i don't see it as terror you know what i mean it's like it's part of the so it's not like you know horror movies are horror kind of for the horror sake of it it's more of a you know it's the space thing that i don't know uh so I guess I'm not as as uh, squeamish as I thought, which is a yeah. nice thing to learn about yourself. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're still going to show me a pork Sunday. I might turn green and fall over, but. I mean, that's understandable, but that's <laughs> yeah. not, you know, it's not terror in space. <laughs> right. That's... <laughs> that's horror in real life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Did you ever see that? What's that Sandy B and uh, George Clooney? out in the wild of space oh no um, i didn't i can't remember what it's called but um interstellar Inter- no 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 or, that was matthew mcconaughey uh this type of thing one. but they're she out, falls essentially yeah. right yeah. and she's like I, I, ah! <laughs> half the movie she's like ah, ah, ah. so every time we hear screams like that or uh, in that movie or any other ducks and i go you're gonna be okay sandy you know, George Clooney's gonna get gonna you're gonna find be all right. you. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be okay. You'll be all right. So, so holodeck. Yeah, realistic. Holodeck. All right. So you, I had some thoughts. Yeah, I was thinking um, if you want to talk about the holodeck and all of that 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 kind of things, I'll take on the hollow suite from the like sure space nine angle, uh, and you know then we can. Um, go from there and not to yeah. put an agenda out there but just no like, but i kind of wanted to think like i was thinking like holodeck and like um some of the uses that i saw mm-hmm. of the deck part okay right and thinking of like some i had a couple beats like the sherlock holmes one for example oh yeah but it seems like um you know the safety protocols seem to always just fail yeah. And, so why do they have them in the first place? They fail at the speed of plot, you know. Yeah. True. Um, so that I had a couple of examples of like when like some really good instances of it were, and then like trying to you know try to tie our product owner manager type uh-huh. of mentality into it of like what would be some current day uses for holodeck in there that kind of thing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I've got sure. a couple of ideas for it too, you know. Um, <laughs> one of them was a one of them was an HR related one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the capabilities for HR are. are oh, it, it it I mean HR <laughs> would <laughs> immediately <laughs> adopt the holodeck. <laughs> you know, it would be um, interesting though uh, for. You could use it for, especially for like 
empathy and diversity training kind of inclusion you really, you really like, could yeah my my manager was telling me about uh, a place in germany that has uh it's an exhibit where you have to navigate like six different rooms as a blind person and you know just learning how they cope and all that stuff and just like afterwards it was you know a profound uh experience like imagine if you had to uh walk through you know you a white cishet male <laughs> walk through as a woman or as a black person it, or, it would know. be it would change a lot of preconceived notions which yeah. i think it's good to challenge ourselves that way yeah i mean yeah. yeah the 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 ability to walk in someone else's shoes is um is really powerful yeah also yeah. very entertaining though but <laughs> especially trying me trying to walk in someone else's shoes <laughs> well you, your feet are my ogre feet <laughs> <laughs> i just remember you complaining about our our baby steps when we were moving <laughs> you know <laughs> You made me laugh, like on this one of the saddest days of my life, and, and about the stairs. And I the can't stairs. remember exactly what you said, but because they were so little, you know, he's like, maybe your next house will have real, real people's I, stairs. I, or I did. I was like, these stairs are designed for small people, not <laughs> not for someone of of Scottish descent. I'm hoping that your next house has like regular sized stairs. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I, I, that made me laugh so hard. It was such a sad move that move and uh and i was so uh, appreciative that you were there and then i was able to return the favor help yeah. you move which was, I, I think it was more joyful occasion there mm -hmm. and then we had another encounter with stairs when we were moving a washing machine and oh i thought God. i was gonna die <laughs> see the holodeck would have been handy there <laughs> yeah like <laughs> we could have practiced dragging that thing up the stairs uh, but I, 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 I almost killed you, and I. <laughs> I I re literally remember. I guess it's my time, and then I, somehow I was able to grip the walls and like. Those I'll tell you what those stairs. It's not your fault. Those stairs are, are They're, slippery. They are, they are slippery and they are and steep. Small. And they are pitched like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're old enough now and comfortable enough, probably where we can find other people to move our stuff for yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, you want to get rolling? Yeah, a little uh, hike down memory lane there. It was a good hike, um, yeah. which holodecks are good for, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do they work, Jeff? Like, well, holodecks are, they're, they, they are light, light modulators. So they are able to transmit light in a three-dimensional space and bend it enough so that it feels like it is not the same space that you walked into. Mm. And when you're moving, most of the time, you're moving in a stationary way. You're not actually moving. The floor is moving with you. Yeah. The floor is a series of different conveyors that can, you know how um, the turbo lift can go up, down, but it can also go like sideways, right? Yeah. These floors do the same thing. They can move forward, backwards, to the side. Uh, I don't think they can do a loop-de-loop. -loop, so no. <laughs> um, I don't know how they quite would do with like a like a like a roller coaster simulator. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like think I... I don't think you can do your like you know like theme park tycoon holodeck yeah. simulator. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you there's a bit of that going on. There has uh, to be with, some of that with the visual trickery and and stuff yeah. like that, where you so, feel like you're really moving. I mean, holodecks, holodecks actually go 
back quite a bit. They were introduced to us mainstream, you know, in tech, in tech trek, <laughs> um, when next generation hit. So yeah. we're thinking 24th century, we're thinking enterprise D, D. the big D <laughs> <laughs> with captain, my captain, Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I think it's in the first episode, right? I think it's in Encounter at Farpoint, or at least close to it. I think it's in Encounter, though, yeah. where they, they first you, you first see the holodeck, and it's like, holy cow! What it was is so cool. This? It was that, amazing. Yeah, it had to be early because that was what hooked me. In. Yeah. Like of the of the you know it's like okay there's a bald captain okay he doesn't like kids okay this doctor right, looks just like bones he, oh know. there's a Klingon on the ship oh that's weird. yeah and I was like oh okay and then <laughs> like the holodeck was like all right I'm in <laughs> yeah yeah when they get to the holodeck it's like holy I mean the like the the doors even looked looked really cool because they had that like latch yeah. so it was like yeah it wasn't like any of the other doors I'm like what is he Riker walks in there and there's a forest and there's a stream and like what is this whole thing. This is nuts. Like it was so cool to yeah. see it. And it just the way that the that it immediately captures your attention mm-hmm. and it without needing any type of of its own propulsion takes you to another place. Yeah. Which I think is just the beauty of 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 it from a like a just a concept, right? It doesn't yeah. need any external force to take you somewhere else and it was used for so many different reasons just in t and g and then we started to see it in other other iterations and other shows um jenny i'm going to have you talk about one version of it in the in the ds9 world and then but they but they bring it back in voyager it comes Mm -hmm. back on the ship it was it was considered to be it's standard recreational of, of so much primary importance that it was on ships like they deployed ships hey before that ship goes out checklist right i've got my got my, my pre-launch yeah. checklist oh yeah install the holodeck good got it you know yeah like... <laughs> yeah i wonder if it's like well maybe if they had something safe to have adventures in they would be less reckless than kirk Maybe well, that's... yeah, you think about you think about the original Enterprise that we saw with Kirk, right? Yeah. The rec room was essentially like a gym. Yeah. Where they had real fencing swords mm-hmm. and a couple of weightlifting things and some medicine balls. Yes, yeah, so 60s. It was the 60s. <laughs> um, I kept thinking of like like the Three Stooges episode when they go to the you know to the weight loss center and they've got the little machine with the belt that kind of goes back and forth and <laughs> I was looking for a guy in a treadmill you know yeah. just sweating away <laughs> holding those like pyramid dumbbells yes. and wearing stripey absolutely outfits. yeah yeah like the you know <laughs> the tunic looking t-top with yeah. the <laughs> with the stripes on it, and he's holding a dumbbell with one hand over his <laughs> Kicking sand in a nerd. Yeah, exactly. Face. Yeah, looking yeah. for that, that sign of like, hey, you tired of getting sand kicked in your face? Why don't you come to the Enterprise gym? <laughs> <laughs> we'll bulk you up. Bump <laughs> yeah. you up. You up. See, that was before probably cardio was so important. It was more just, let's put on some muscle. Let's get some muscle. Yeah. Muscle tone. Get some dad bods some dad bods going probably a lot of guys with those giant dad calves you know 
off a leg and it's this, this huge like turkey that's on the back <laughs> of the leg. <laughs> You've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. I know. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the the old Enterprise gym was like right next to the shower. <laughs> Hopefully. It probably smelled like a gym all of the time, no matter what. You just, like, avoided yeah. that area of the deck. Like... <laughs> you walk in his, like, feet and ass, yeah. and that's, like... Yeah. Exactly. Like, everything that you remember about high school slash junior high, you yeah. know, it smells like puberty. There's, like, you know, aftershave lotion, and there's the... What was uh, this? What was the spray deodorant? Cologne. cologne. Oh, Axe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh, Axe everywhere. <laughs> Especially after Khan got there, right? I mean, like, he'd, oh, yeah, you know, there'd have to be acts, yeah, and you've their, got... their, visit, their visit to the mirror universe, you know, come back. Yeah. There are people <laughs> living in your home right now who are entering that phase of life, I do, and it's, it's the pits, I mean, yeah, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, no, I meant for them. I meant for them. I, it's it like, is. I I know because I it was so bad for me and, and my kids. Yeah. It was bad for them, and I was just like, just chill, get through middle school, and you're gonna be fine because all yeah. this stuff has stopped, you know, or most of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was yeah, <laughs> so bad, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would have had first... a holodeck in middle school. So imagine if you'd had a holodeck, right? Yeah, could have been. A nice escape, I think. Uh -huh. I'm thinking about that, like your your statement about if they had a holodeck on the original Enterprise, maybe they wouldn't have been so reckless when they left the Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> to go visit. Like, eh, I can go yeah. in my hollow novel. I don't need to go down there. No, I'm just I'm just looking for a quiet little coffee <laughs> shop. <laughs> maybe just kind of tone it down. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, have a little fun in a safe environment and then you can be safe in a risky environment totally totally i think Except, that's the sales pitch i think you're right so let's see yeah so you're the salesperson you're gonna sell me starfleet right you're gonna sell me yeah. the, the holodeck that's the first thing yeah. you're gonna come with um you're so, out deep in space i can already start go ahead oh no please go ahead please roll with your sales pitch i can't wait you're to hear it Look, you go on five-year missions, you know, way out into space. Like, you don't know where the next r and is going to be. And True. Then, you know, and this is a large ship for sure, but I, yeah, it is. people will feel like they're climbing the rails, and then they'll be getting in each other's faces, and yeah. you'll have a raise in incidents, and then captains will be going out and just cowboying it up out there, mm. and the, you know, wrecking the prime directive and all this stuff. Give them a space that's realistic that they can go and refill mm. their cup. You know, you can even prescribe it for somebody who's stressed out. They can go and that's reasonable. Yeah, go fishing with their dad. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, there's play that. Baseball. Yeah. Baseball, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the I don't know what the state of the game is at this point in <laughs> history. Well, uh, good news is that a lot of people in the 24th century are fascinated with mid-century, mid-20th century stuff. Uh, whether it's the the guy that's all the grease monkey from Voyager, and Riker, you know, mm. uh, Riker is he is that way, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's always in a jazz club. You got Data combo. trying to learn stand up. Yeah. <laughs> With like really bad Joe Piscopo yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then um, 
when you talk, you you have this. Oh, that was my sales pitch. Are you buying it? I mean, yeah. Let's order. I feel, like, I feel like you're Let, on let's, board. Let's let's get it going. Uh, we'll do a pilot program. Yeah, we'll set the first one up for you know eighty percent. What you know? Yeah, twenty we'll, percent off for you know test it out. See what you think. So normally we send them on a five year mission. Mm-hmm. Is that is it like a one hundred night sleep guarantee? What what are we talking? <laughs> Um, look, we'll be in touch, but I, I'm pretty sure after 100 days, you're going to want to keep this, and your crew won't let you let you let it go. I, that's how, how sure All I right, am. All right, let's put it in. Help. Okay. Put it in, we'll see how it goes. All um, right. I totally buy it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so, yeah, but... so I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, like, you know, the history here, we don't really see it until the 24th century, but yeah. um, according to the memory alpha... Yeah, our good friends. Our good friends at Memory Alpha. Uh, it had been around before that, just in different shapes or forms. A lot smaller, a lot more scaled down, a lot less capabilities yeah. from what we know and love. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting that um, you know we didn't have this idea on on next generation of the rec room because they had the holodeck instead. Yeah. So you know you had, and I think they had like two or three of them on the ship so you could book it for different you know groups or or whatever in there as well um it had the ability to store programs like that's kind of cool yeah people could have their own special Mm -hmm. thing and yeah and that's the thing too like if you think about on a cruise ship like there's all kinds of activities for oh it's like four or five different things you could do there are you know hundreds of people on this ship that that you know might not like any of those options so it's like having that ability to personalize it so Enterprise D, a better cruise ship, is that there? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's a you know it's a working science vessel with with a class A entertainment because you. People well, it is are, exploration. It's exploration. Yeah. It's the flagship of the fleet, and it has I mean not world class. It has galaxy class. Yes. Entertainment. And you know, and you've got a ship full of knowledge workers that mm. need to uh, step away. There. And... Yeah. Need to flex. Because they've used it, they've also used it to solve problems. Well, uh, yeah, and that's kind of where I was thinking, like, there's a a few uses, right, Jenny? Mm. You can think of it as a recreational tool. Mm. Um, Definitely a problem-solving tool. Uh, I can think of a couple different ways. I think, like, Jordy had a great experience there, kind of relearning some things about the engines that he needed to know from the crush on Dr. Brahms. (laughs) Yeah, well, even being able to interact with historical figures like that, uh just the, the kind of ai that or machine learning in that, in that alone yeah just to have a what they call it, a rubber duck you know where you can yeah, say no, your you're out, right yeah uh, out loud that's a programming thing where you just say it out loud to your rubber duck just so you can hear it and just so you can hear when it you say it out loud you can spot the problems and right because as you're thinking it as you're just sitting there and thinking it you're not you're not poking the hole in it yeah. yet and when you say it out loud when you verbalize it, then you can start to hear where the the, the problem starts to fall off. No, yeah, I think it's great. Um, I can think of a couple other things too. Yeah, uh, well, it had to be medical simulation, like for. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, or any absolutely delicate. agree. Yeah. Um, I think too, in a couple of times, actually, in Next Generation and in Voyager, um, it was also kind of a police investigative tool yeah right? there, was, there was Riker and the the whole like 
recreate what happened on the space station with the mm-hmm. with the horny alien wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then with um, it didn't actually happen in the holodeck on Voyager, but the same idea was you know Tuvok solving the the Tom Paris mystery, but it kind yeah. of had that same feel to it in a lot of ways in there. Well, and think think about it too, like a precursor to the holodeck. I think about the Kobayashi Maru, mm. like mm, that yeah. simulation room. It was mostly analog, like you know actual yep. ship, like control. Yeah. 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 Like so they, they dropped a bridge unit into a building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, like a um. Like Which presents its own way. problems because then you have the rocks falling from the ceiling that we've talked sure. about. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor McCoy lying, <laughs> slinking on the floor, like, "Well, Jim, what did you think would happen?" You know. Yeah. He's sipping his mint julep. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jim. <laughs> Doing the whole Dean Martin holding the. The glass with the cigarette between the two fingers on the bottom and taking the sip and then taking the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jim. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, like, I would imagine, like, they could do the Kobayashi Maru anywhere. That well, you could, that. and actually, I mean, think about, like, that would be great for, like, field promotions, things mm-hmm. like that. If you're going to try to rank some people up, take yeah. them in there and do a simulation, and it doesn't, okay. there's, like, no physical damage that can. Hopefully yeah. that can happen. <laughs> no, it's the best way to do it is by to learn it is to do it really. Yeah. And that's that's where like I would think having a holodeck would just um you know, of course there's you know, the recreational side of it, but the learning sure. cap- capabilities are are yeah. amazing. I mean I think of a couple of different things too. Um one of the things that I keep going back to is how adaptable it was for other cultures and races uh-huh. species i mean like Worf had his whole klingon calisthenics thing in there but he also yeah. had day of honor yeah uh, ceremony that was done there with like the simulated klingons with the the pain sticks or the agony sticks i guess that's what it's called where they're yeah. shoving him and he's walking down you know <laughs> klingons and all of their drama yeah all yeah. of their their drama but then, like, you know, like when Lynn Loxana Troy shows up and she converts a holodeck into her own, you know, I don't know what to call it, basically, uh, Playboy Love, Mansion. Love Den. <laughs> yeah. Grotto. Yeah. With the mud bath and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she had Alexander in there with her. I know. Oh. Right? Mm. She was reckless, that woman. She was, she was, uh loose cannon um dixon hill i keep forgetting about dixon hill with that's our bald captain picard it was his mystery like crime noir type of detective oh, what was his name dixon dixon hill yeah 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 you know everyone talking <laughs> you killed yeah. my brother see yeah he was way more hard-boiled he was a very hard-boiled detective that is 100 percent true <laughs> and then then you have beverly crusher uh, a scientist yeah uh, wandering in a in a romance novel uh-huh. pretty much a historical romance. historical romance novel historical fiction romance so well then but shift. you also had janeway do that you had janeway doing um wuthering heights yeah you know oh, those ladies needed to choose some scenery 
That's what all I'm thinking is. You think so? That was it. Yeah. Just like give them a chance to get give out them, there. And, like, yeah. Yeah. Because they really like, did. Like those actresses in that particular moment. Yeah. Ooh, they man, they ate that scenery up. Like, I would. I would like to think that they're like, all right, we're gonna do a hollow thing. You're gonna get stuck in it. What content would you want? Like, I would hope that would have been the conversation. Like that, the actor would have had some input. Had I, some I input like, into it. Yeah. Because I, I feel I, like. I like that. Because I feel like. Uh, Jonathan Frakes probably is a tromboneist. Oh, like, you know it. You, you I know think he, he like, brought that to right He probably like, he probably brought it into the character because he already knew yeah. how to do it. He wanted to have some scenes that showed him cooking. Yeah. You know, because that's why they brought into Picard where he's got his pizza oven in the backyard, right? Yeah. Like yeah. he's like he's a cook in his spare time. Let's let's make that part of the character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like all of those actors had turns directing. I mean, they could have. Real, they could have been like, "Hey, you, you're a big Weathering Heights fan. Let's use that." You know, I, yeah. I, I hope that that was sort of the how that happened. So, what about Beowulf in Voyager? Oh, you think Harry Kim is a is a, a Beowulf guy? I'm sorry, I'm not trying. To, I love Harry Kim, but I have an autographed picture of Harry Kim in my house now. Did you know that? I, I didn't know that, and I love you for it. Um, <laughs> Harry Kim was a great guy, but boy, I don't know if he was a uh, Beowulf guy. <laughs> no, nobody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here you go. I don't know if you can see it, but oh gosh, look at that! That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, Lucy found it at, at an antique store, and I got it for the bargain price of nine dollars. The frame. Well, so, that's yeah. that's almost that equals the uh, Riker one that my aunt had at her house for a long time. I mean, so. <laughs> close to probably 10 years it was always like you it was, it was positioned in the sort of like corner of the, her dining room so as you walked into the house and you looked up and you saw Riker standing there staring at you <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> it would have only been better if they somehow were able to like have him doing the Riker maneuver into a yeah. chair like that would have just that would have set it all off but <laughs> Uh, so that you know the history of the holodeck it it, mm-hmm. it it bends light and it makes your eye and your mind Here, able to, yeah able to, to engage those senses where you aren't looking at the grid of the holodeck anymore yeah so about the okay. hollow suite let's talk about oh yeah deep space nine hollow suite the first uh well the, the person credited with him inventing the hollow designing the first hollow suite is a Ferengi guy. Oh really? Yeah, Plague. Plague. P L E G G Plague. Okay. Um like, like... it's not not like I'm gonna die. Not like Peg. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh it was the first modular hollow suite. So this is uh and then and then responsible for getting it spread around the galaxy. But hmm. hollow suites are smaller than the hollow deck. Okay. Um, so you could have several of them available. They were at Quarks. He had Hollow Suites. It was uh, the Hollow Suite Arcade, right? Really? So it was yeah. like a whole, like like five or six of them. Yeah. Like a, okay. A, a bank of small ones. Yeah, you could still like signing Cisco playing baseball, and yeah, him, him and uh, the the what were they the the Forty Niners, the Ninety Niners, whatever. Yeah, okay. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then uh, Brian in him would go on like Celtic walkabout or something in the woods. Um, is that where, yeah. is that the same place that he and that O'Brien and Bashir did their like space racquetball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. 
because it wasn't think... there wasn't like a racquetball room. No, it, it was like a, it was definitely a hollow thing. A hollow suite, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like racquetball and cake. <laughs> if you were a Dabo player at at Quarks, mm. uh, he would he would comp you for use. Oh. Hollow suite. So that was like one of the like the whale benefits, right? Of of being a gambler. Yeah. 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 yeah he would use it like um, if he ever got caught cheating at Dabo or whatever. He's like, oh, take on me. Have a hollow suite. On hmm. Interesting. So. so it was his uh, his compensation for yeah shady was... dealings. <laughs> <laughs> he used the hollow sweet access as currency for sure. Got it. Yeah. So I have a question. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember this, or if it maybe I don't remember it correctly. Um, was Picard's fencing thing was that on the hollow deck as well i think or was so. that his own like captain's hollow fencing room like i, he, I don't know because he had the captain's yacht that you know like they never talked about but yeah no, i don't know if he had his own like you know like did he have his own private hollow deck suite or did he just yeah. use the other one and i don't know i feel like captains should have their own i mean or well they're so egalitarian like you know, he had to reserve the holodeck just like anybody I, else. I see Picard, like, putting his name on the list and waiting. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I, yeah. I can buy that. Like, that seems right. Well, or he might have a regular time, so he's always, like, making sure he gets some of that good, like, good holodeck. Like, captain's time is, you know, from 7.30 to 8.30 kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday. Every yeah. other Sunday. <laughs> Every other Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> keep, that, keep that muscle confusion happening. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Picard has it right after Worf, so he has to kind of mop up yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, imagine entering after Klingon calisthenics. I wonder, though, I mean, was that a real smell? It must have been some of it was real, because there were people in there. It had to be. It would be at yeah. least some. So, yeah. So they that... deal with smell a lot. They don't. They don't. And that's kind, of what, that's kind of what has me puzzled about the holodeck, because a lot of times they would have food involved. Some kind yeah. of drink, something, right? Yeah. So, were they actually tasting stuff, or did they? Was that part of the simulation of like I'm going to pretend like I'm enjoying this? Because even in like the Sherlock Holmes ones, they sit down to tea, right? And then yeah. there's all the sherry and all that kind of stuff too. And I'm like, what? What's happening there? Yeah, and what's being a part of a noir story with can't smell gunpowder? Right. After they go off. Like, or the westerns, like Fistful of yeah. Data. Yeah. Right, because that's a great episode. Yeah, it is. In the ancient, <laughs> the ancient West. <laughs> ancient West. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. The ancient West. <laughs> but it's such a fun episode, and it's got a really cool premise of, of watching that kind of thing happen with, an artificial life form too. You know, like. Yeah. I would almost think that, going back to the smell issue. At least with the food, couldn't they like tie the replicator into it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That it might just be replicated. Like some yeah. of it, I would imagine that. Oh no, my back is tired. Um, that eventually you're uh, gonna. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I. You would have to maybe some of that's fabricated by the replicator. Like if you're sitting at a table eating, like maybe that's 
because the, don't they like some things like come out of the floor sometimes like structure yeah that then is then animated yeah that's what i kind of feel like happened okay. yeah so I, I would think that some of it had to be like replicator mm -hmm. I um i wanted to talk, talk about uh one of the things that i saw in voyager that i loved so much that involved the holodeck and that's the bride of chaotica do you remember that that was when it was the whole tom paris um was it the adventures of captain proton yeah and janeway is like the bride of chaotica like the spider woman kind of deal and uh, it's all in black and white it's all like 1930s you know early sci-fi type stuff with the ship and everything's like i said everything's in black and white too and it's all like analog but sci-fi weird tech <laughs> kind of stuff and i just love that the like the holodeck was able to do that like make it black and white yeah you know yeah it was so thorough in in its rendering and in its in its perception on the mind that you thought of it this makes sense it's in black and white totally understand it yep yeah <laughs> you know you know like, they probably use black and white film for that jeff what i'm just kidding it's a little trick of the trade right there <laughs> no way yeah you've got to uh, be kidding me <laughs> No, Jenny, it was the holodeck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just making notes, guys. Uh, yeah. By the way, you're looking at a Cardassian holodeck behind me. Uh, okay. One of the, one of the things that uh, the Holosuite suite was able to do, or that they were able to do in later iterations of Star Trek, is uh, be able to show the machinery that, that creates the imagery. Uh, so this is what Herman Zimmerman I like that. was talking about. So, you know, they weren't able to do it on deep, or they weren't able to do it with the budget on Next Generation, but with yeah. Deep Space Nine, they were able to get a little more into what exactly was happening. It was just a mix of physical and holographic stuff. <clears throat> that's really cool. I like that. So anyway, that's a little peek behind the curtains there. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So they got more sophisticated. Yeah, for sure. Than just the black, black and yellow grid. Yeah. Um, how about? Yeah, and they didn't have to. They didn't have to do that. No. The only thing I could, reason why I would think they would maybe do it to show you the the machinery of it is maybe like, you know, part of what Star Trek does for us is inspire what we could maybe attain. Like, how do we get closer and closer to, say, an iPad, which is what they're carrying around in Next Generation, you know, 20 years before it comes out? Like, what it, you know, part of the imagineering that goes on in Star Trek is sort of saying, this is this could be possible. You're part of the way there. Yeah. Once we get holograph technology and replicators, you, you, got, the, you got the bare bones. You know, it's, the more you can show it grounded in science, I think, the I think that's aspirational of the writers to like take to the next level because they really didn't have I'm totally fine with the grid. I I believed it. It worked. I did too. Makes I, more sense think... than than like trying to intermingle. Well yeah, it, it looked those those little circles behind you look like they could be part of a stereo system. So. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty rad. <laughs> hey, check out my uh <laughs> component system. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're all separate pieces that I wired together. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta lift the needle real gentle. <laughs> how we get that hi-fi sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shh, wait, Desperado's coming on. You gotta be quiet. Desperado. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what I one of the things that I was trying to think of it like from our our background right mm -hmm. we have our our product owner product manager hats on mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of like what what other things would we try to think about like problem solving that we could do with this like today um, Jenny because we talked about some good stuff we did in Star mm -hmm. Trek you know, medical simulations for sure. Yeah. Problems, mysteries, that kind of thing. Um, Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. Definitely fits into that. But like today, today's scenarios as we know them, because it's it's always really cool to put our brains into Star Trek and into the 23rd, yeah. 24th, and beyond centuries, right? But I could use this now. Like, some of the things that we yeah. talked about Star Trek, okay, sure, down the road when it's available, it'd be great. Mm -hmm. But like holodeck, holodeck is one of the things like I could use that now. Yeah, imagine had you had it during the pandemic, like we could have met holographically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could have. We could have recreated the barking spider. You know? Yeah, it would have been great. Had, had the whole vibe. It would have been really fun. Um. I'm thinking of a couple of things, like examples from, from like even right now, my job of, uh, of helping people launch e-commerce sites, right? Uh -huh. Being able to take them into a place where, so they need to sell a product. Uh -huh. They don't even know how to merchandise their product sometimes. So being able to use it to like say, here's the thing. Now, what do you want to talk about the thing that's going to draw people into Mm -hmm. buying it off your website yeah oh yeah it's got this it's got this you know you know 20 it's got three inputs instead of two great yeah. let's show those inputs oh right here so i can twist it around i can see it great mm -hmm. you know maybe it's a dimensional thing it has like you know this one is 25 feet longer than the other one maybe that's good i don't know but show it like you can oh yeah, yeah it's 25 feet longer you know like like <laughs> have being able to like think of it from a uh, from like a commerce type of tool how would it teach people about the things that they have that they sell. I think it's a really cool exercise. Um, yeah. So a lot of people that I work with don't understand their data. So yeah. being able to show them what their data means in an environment like that would be really cool. I think it would it transform a lot of people. It takes PowerPoint to a whole new level. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> you imagine instead of the Star Trek Four. PowerPoint in space of of the of the of the trial. If they did that on a holodeck instead of just on the PowerPoint. Yeah, you could go to the scene. You could everybody could be there and check it yeah. out. Yeah, you could I, actually but, you could actually like feel like the bridge is exploding when the self destruct goes off. Yeah, can you imagine though, like in this age of commerce, run amok, what? that what you'd have to pay oh. to not be a soul to on a holiday oh man it would be it would be out of control 
I just remember there's an episode of Futurama where they all like jack into the internet and they're standing at this cliff and they're just like, the sky is full of ads. You know, yeah. they're like, <laughs> they have to like fly and dodge them all the way around. Well, and, my like, kids get really liked, like, my kids really liked the Emoji Movie for like, you know, two yeah. months. We watched it every day for two months because that's what you do. Oh, with, with yeah, the, no, I get right. it. Yeah. Um, Sorry. It was the same thing. They're like walking around in a phone in the yeah. app or different like buildings and places for them to go to and stuff like that. And totally that, like yeah. you're looking up and there's an ad flying across because you saw it because you, your phone got adware on it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if you put, you clicked a pop-up in the holodeck and what then you Oh, that would with? be bad. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really bad. <laughs> like every time your car character hops into a car, wouldn't you like to try the Buick instead? You know, I noticed that you've got over 20,000 miles on that. You think, <laughs> you an oil change yet? Why don't you bring it to take five oil change? We'll get Here's that. Here's 5% off. <laughs> Tell him Billy sent you. <laughs> well, we actually kind of saw that in um, in the Picard series. When, um, I think it was in season one, when they're going to that world that is almost all holographic type stuff. And because their ship has the holographic controls, they started to get hollow ads while they were, like, <laughs> coming in to approach on the planet and it was also just like stop by blah 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 lounge for you know 10 percent off your drink or whatever like <laughs> you know like dismissing the ads holographic yeah. oh i cannot even imagine Oof, the intrusion that that would be, would be right. <laughs> <laughs> but i definitely could see it like being able to visualize data in different ways and, and be able to to do things with the, the data points that people have, I think would be such a transformative way to have people understand information. Yeah. Sure, it could go way off the rails really quickly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah th thankfully that there's, you know, that the capitalism doesn't even seem to be a thing in the Federation anyway. At least in the Federation, right. We've moved beyond that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Although the Fringy have it. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. about to say, you, got, you mentioned Cork a few minutes ago, and yes, they are thriving. They're not part of the Federation, though. So, True. Uh, you True. know, that's how commerce, that's how they're, uh, that's why they are the way they are. Probably they're why they aren't. They're Federation adjacent, but yeah. they're, not, they're not Federation. <laughs> right. They're a single subsidiary. Uh, no, they're. So yeah. the, and it seems like in the era of like discovery, um, there definitely there's definitely commerce happening there, with the the couriers bringing stuff back and forth between the planets that can't travel anymore and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, they there's a different like they've almost gone back to like a barter system. It felt like that's what it felt discovery. like. Discovery. Yeah. Did discovery was... have a holodeck? That's a great. Uh, I've never thought about that. I wonder if discovery. I don't had... think they do. Boy, that's missing out. Is it? It's pre it predates next generation. Well, the original ship did, but they had the refit, right? Then they do the refit at, after they were brought forward. Maybe was, they didn't put the holodeck in. No, I don't think they were invented yet. Which is nice job on the canon there, because I, I'm glad that they that they didn't mess that up. Good job, guys. Yeah, we didn't even <laughs> notice. <laughs> I would have thought that that crew could have probably used the holodeck though. Yeah, boy, if, especially if they're missing, you know, their homes. Right. What is it, like 600 years in the 600 future? 600 years in the future. Gosh, that would suck. 
Yeah. 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 Huh. Good on that. They, they don't talk about it in, in Discovery or in Strange New Worlds, which is, you know, right. Yes, yeah, so also predates that. So. Predates that. So it's interesting. Can you imagine the power of the recruiting though? Like if if you did, if you weren't in Starfleet, you'd have to pay to access a, a hollow suite, maybe. Oh man! You know, and it would be like, like a premium, and mm, yeah, it's a real perk, like for sure. Know, especially for people who aren't joiners. What's the LinkedIn ad right? <laughs> we offer we offer compensation, also holodeck access. Ho holodeck access free. <laughs> I wonder how much power it generates. Like they do have to like shut it down sometimes when they're doing. When they're really pushing power. the ship. Yeah. But that's an interesting point because it seems like a couple times, like the the moment they come into some kind of like contact with a non corporeal life or yeah. like a proton stream, it immediately attacks a holodeck. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 maybe though maybe they communicate through, through light, you know, like it's yeah. it's it's another channel. I, that was never that was probably an unintended feature. I think uh, it was. I can think of like the episode where Barkley like goes to the holodeck to solve the problem, and yeah. he becomes like the ship. Yeah, he uses the holodeck to become part of the ship to solve the problem. Yeah, and he was able to do that by different form of communication than just verbal. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a powerful tool and also fun. Like what do you that's I mean, I guess you get that on a jet ski. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but a jet ski is still pretty physical, right? Like yeah. and yeah. it is it in the words of, of one of my one of my favorite um T V personalities, it is kind of a unitasker. I mean it thrives yeah. on water and that's enough. Yeah. It's about what it does. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it is a one-trick pony. <laughs> it has a job. It does it well. Yeah. It does it yeah, well. Yeah. And a holo has, holodeck is the ultimate multitasker. I mean, it's like an omnitasker, yeah. right? Like, there's nothing, nothing that it won't do. It's You can think about, like, the – it's almost a babblefish, right? Mm, where very it's much. so so useful that it proves God exists and therefore he doesn't because he said you know yeah no I think you don't need proof concept. but here's proof according to Douglas Adams if you can prove that God exists he will disappear in a cloud of logic I think that's um, a great concept it is it is that it is a babble fish right like it mm -hmm. it does everything which is funny to me to think about um so we were joking about it earlier, but like, it seems to always fail on safety protocols. Like those are yeah. the first that somehow gets disabled. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a problem, and bullets kill people, and you know, the trees. You, you can die. You will yeah. die in, in the holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so like, I would think, you know, product owner hat again, right? Um, I need a way to. Um, I need a way to like isolate the safety protocols so that they're running in a different logic stream than the rest of the, of the holodeck. <laughs> and as a product owner, you have to say, do you need really need lethal functionality? Because maybe we just don't build it lethally, and there's therefore there's no security to reroute around. It just yeah. doesn't have the capacity to be to be fatal. Anything in there. Yeah, but that would that would limit its capabilities in terms of 
of a person being able to create their environment that they want to create would it just say like you know file not found if they tried to you know well, do some, uh, klingon battle simulator or something like that it's, it would, it's <laughs> no sort of... i'm going to send you to a klingon coffee shop instead <laughs> no <laughs> no it's like synthahol man it's like oh know. don't get me on synthahol you get okay <laughs> you just got off the way you just got on that way no <laughs> <laughs> like it gives you the <laughs> like I don't know why anybody would drink synthahol. It's stupid and like drinks aren't that tasty. Like you might as well have like just do the real uh, alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> or ban it off your ship. Don't like pretend. Like yeah, yeah. It's but, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Don't offer this pale comparison. <laughs> I don't know what functionality you would lose if you had all if you excluded. The fatalities on on that. If you never made anything powerful enough to hurt a person, mm, that's a that's a good question. I like that one. So it's almost like, you know, we can make it full realism. Like, but then why? You know, what it takes away yeah. the whole safety and the whole point of it. Like that that to me is, I never thought about it until we just started talking about it. But it's like. Why? Why do we even have that lever? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like <laughs> why? Why do we even have that lever, Grunk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, is it a trope? Is it a? Is it a moving at the speed of plot to Maybe. have it have the ability to be lethal? It could be. I mean, you know, some Romulans might want it just for funsies. I mean, I, see, uh, I mean, the Romulans always seem to want the thing that probably doesn't make sense. <laughs> Like their warp drive is a is a black hole singularity that drives the ship. Yeah. Do you need do you need a black hole powering your ship? No. No, but do no, you want to look badass? I guess. Yeah, well, put some neons on your car. <laughs> or something. Like, Get some ground effects. Yeah. Drop it down a bit. Put a spoiler on it. You know, Get paint some, some flames on the side, or I don't know. <laughs> Get some truck nuts. Yeah. Put some that's on the back of a warbird. <laughs> Just dangling off the back. <laughs> Captain, I'm picking up a faint signature. But well, I thought there was a cloaking device in use. Yeah, but I see some truck nuts dangling. Oh, no. <laughs> Robin, the captain's like, crap, we forgot to put the cloak on the truck nuts. <laughs> We're fresh out of Budweiser. <laughs> and I'm out of skull. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. When we went from one, yeah. I don't care. I think it's a great trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the Romulans would would be reckless like that. They'd be like, yeah, you know what? I I I kind of want to get stabbed by another Romulan. Why not? Let's like see what that's like. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anything else you can think of? Um, Holodeck. It's a great. It's a man. What a cool. I, what a cool I, thing to put on the ship. Yeah, it, it's it speaks to like the, you know, this is a tool and everything, but also the this idea of the human spirit where yeah. you're, people need recreation. I mean, and it's like the original, like, Maker type thing, right? Like, there's, like, Mario Maker and uh -huh. Minecraft and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's the original, like, Maker thing. You, uh -huh. make, your, you make your thing to walk into. You make yeah. your, your world to walk into. 
Yeah. Or you walk into a world you choose. Yeah. And, yeah. and so like the levels of effort involved in getting recreation are like nothing. And That's it's, true. Gosh. It's, yeah. You're not having to like find a safe rock climbing yeah. place or, you know, go to the river to whitewater raft where you probably will die depending on the time of year that you go. <laughs> it's good. You go to the holodeck and yeah, I get the perfect conditions. You perfect know, perfect conditions all the time. <laughs> you know, very small risk that things will go haywire. On yeah, it. but I mean, even like the even without the safety protocols being broken, people still like fell and scraped their knee, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah, even with the safety protocols off, I think it was you'd still end up having fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you would be somewhere else. Yeah. And. uh I just know, like, I <laughs> I have these uh, musings when <laughs> stuff, when, like, when I am at work and I am, like, saturated and mm. I am, I got three more meetings to do. Uh, I remember when I worked in Cleveland, I, we were on, like, the 15th floor and I could see over the Cuyahoga River and I would just watch those boxcars, like, meander. They look really slow from where my distance. Sure, I'm sure. Like, I could just hop on one of those. Right now, right off, yeah. Go. Just go wherever it's going, you know. Yeah. Just, to, I'd be out of here, you know. And I, and I still have that kind of like uh, wanderlust, and it, and I, and it's only when I'm like, I'm done. Like I am at capacity. I cannot take any more information, and I, my jaw is killing me, you know, from clenching. Like, can you just imagine? You know, I wouldn't have to get onto. I wouldn't have to go hobo for it, but well, I. So I have a question then. Mm -hmm. I have a I have a thought exercise before we before we eat a cookie. Okay. I have a thought exercise for you. Go for if it. If you had the holodeck right now, mm -hmm. and you had the the box car thing, right? Yeah. Where would you go? Where would you what choose to go? What would you create? Does it have to be on a box car? No. Oh, okay. No, I was just thinking of like you had you see the box car, you like I could go. Mm -hmm. I could go now. Where where would you go? Yorkshire. Yorkshire, yeah, like old England Yorkshire, I, or like I would, I would load up the All Creatures Great and Small oh. program, oh, and I would, that's... I would take up in that village, and just like, I don't know, be the maid for the vets. That's or, a or something. That's a great. That's a great one, Jenny. Like I, I could really cook like that. I could, I could be. Uh, there'd be drama, but I wouldn't be in it. You know, yeah, you'd be on the uh, outside of the drama. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, even be talk about it with the other maids and stuff, right? Like, well, no, there's one maid. They, Doctor Siegfried has one. I can't remember her name is. There's other maids like in the village. That you well, can, yeah, oh yeah, probably like She's a maid got... bar that you go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there will be a maid bar in my <laughs> all creatures uh, <laughs> augmented story as of now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the housekeepers association is really a bar. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of like <laughs> Deadpool's it's, little hideaway. It's like a it's like a veterans of uh, uh, you know a foreign war like VFW, but it's all just housekeepers. Yeah. <laughs> and we would go in and say, "Ah, oh, it was a hard one, wasn't it?" You know those kind of things, and uh, that's not Yorkshire, but it sounded uh, great. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that was a little too cocky, but um, uh, just it, that that to me would be like I could cook. I could hear 
I could hear some smart conversation. I could see some animals. I could look out on the countryside. Like, uh, Yorkshire in pre-World War, anything set there, I'm a sucker for. Okay. Got it. Got it. I've been thinking of mine. Yeah. I would actually drive Route 66. Oh. (laughs) I'll go to the coast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll meet you at the Mississippi. (laughs) We'll just loop around and get lost in St. Louis. Yeah, we'll do that again. (laughs) (laughs) But I would love to do it. I would love to just like, and like do it in a way where it's, it's not a like not a current car, you yeah. know, like that like like the like, heyday, like the heyday of Route sixty six, where everything's uh-huh. working, and just fun. Everywhere you look, there's something happening, and like yeah, adventure yeah. and yeah, entry going at, going at a slower pace. It's not you know, it's not interstate freeway driving. It's just yeah. you go with the road and you go where it's taking you and, and having some fun. Yeah, the, the roadside stops with just being yeah, fun. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. And stop at every one because why not? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. be anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe you have like a what do they call them? Like cozy murder mystery at one of them, like you know where you're yeah, all trapped in a diner. Sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like a whodunit yeah. at the diner. Yeah, yeah, nobody can leave because the power's out or there's a right. monster outside or something. Yeah, totally, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'd want to do. Would be that. I wouldn't want to do a uh, maximum overdrive. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about that sort of pot boiler in a diner and then I think about I just recently watched the kind of a recap of that that movie it's bonkers yeah and I, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't do that there no it'd we be fun you. We it'd be like you. It, it wouldn't be like a it wouldn't be a murder it'd be like it'd be like someone's mailbox got stolen and you have to okay. figure out who stole the mailbox okay you know like it's pretty big don't want your yeah. mailbox stolen you know important correspondence comes there and that kind of thing but yeah well and i think i think about maximum overdrive sorry i got stuck on this but all right imagine they had a holodeck and the machinery got invaded and was trying to kill you i wonder what what that would be like i thought they kind of do that sometimes with the holodeck episodes like it feels like the holodeck is actively trying to destroy you yeah Uh, yeah for sure (laughs) and like when moriarty just walks out of the holodeck Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, those things too. Like, hey, <laughs> whoopsie, hey ship. <laughs> uh, hey guys. Uh... <laughs> Got a little Moriarty on your uh, starboard bow. <laughs> right there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just no to the left. There he is. You got Captain, him. Captain, I hate to interrupt your uh, your fencing lesson. <laughs> yeah. Guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> We have a guest. <laughs> Do you have any waterfalls around? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe is Worf running his Klingon calisthenics program right now? Hey, got a batlet like a Bara. <laughs> hey, Worf. Yeah. Hey, buddy. And thanks for that gah the other day. That was wonderful. I really <laughs> thank you. Better for than yeah. Best I've had. <laughs> Best I've had since the bloodworm to souffle. That you served. <laughs> but gross. Hey, hey, quick question. <laughs> you busy? Hey, you know it's been a while since you and I have hung out. Yeah, let's. <laughs> you like solving problems, right? I got a really fun one to run past you. <laughs> How do you catch a moonbeam in your hand? 
what I'm talking about right now. How do you solve a problem like Moriarty? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a song to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the holodeck, the musical. Chazam. <laughs> <laughs> I think jo- I, I think that would have to be like a Stephen Sondheim thing, though. I don't think that would be a, a traditional. <laughs> no. Stephen Sondheim, he's traditional, isn't he? Uh, I mean, Sweeney Todd. The Demon Barber of Fleet Street? Yeah, no, oh, no, I'm familiar. Oh, okay. Uh, I was making sure that you and I understood each other on that one. I mean, come on, Angela <laughs> Lansbury? I mean, that I iconic can... picture of her holding the bloody knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Angela yeah, Lansbury. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I would do that on a holodeck. That'd be great. Sweeney Todd? <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'd have to do Xanity. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, that's uh, the first musical I could think of that I really liked. Oh, bye guys bye, and dolls. I don't know. Bye. Guys and dolls? Yeah. Okay. So, Guys Lucky and Dolls, bye, uh, bye Bye Birdie, that, like 50s, 60s. That was yeah, more yeah. classical, traditional music theater. I think Sondheim was sort of 80s, 70s, 80s, wasn't it? Yeah. 60s? Yeah. Yeah. Now we got Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. I don't know if you could do that on the holodeck. Did you do Hamilton, Hamilton? on the holodeck? Again, yeah, the floor spinning, you'll be fine. Hamil- right? Hamildeck? Hamildeck. <laughs> Not throwing away my shot. I just, I just came up with that on the top of my head. So good job. Good Feel good job. about that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, shall we eat a cookie, Jenny? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a... the holodeck was a great place for us to go. Yeah, we needed to step away into the. Into the world of the holodeck. I needed it. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I I love all of the different things that um that we saw of it. Like yeah. No matter when it was used, I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like yeah, <laughs> I, I was down for a holodeck episode, and then I, I with um uh a strange new worlds, and they are on that medieval fantasy. One and yeah. a, and I there was a meme going around about like it's just like when how true they are to canon like oh, we've got all these free medieval costumes you can use and they like just running around Let's go and grab the medieval costumes yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. it had that flavor and I'm like oh yeah I, and it I, so to, did it so to be did. honest I like dozed in and out of that one because and I was I was like this I hate this <laughs> so oh much. I I thought I don't know I I there were parts of it that I absolutely loved though. Yeah, I I think I need to rewatch it to be seeing, fair. You know, seeing seeing the Spock character not have to be Spock, I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, that's always good when you can break character a little bit. Yeah, and even but, seeing Pike being a coward was great. Yeah. <laughs> like the, yeah. some of those little twists that they made were really funny. I, I liked the I liked the the trope in there. I thought it was good. Yeah. But they they could have they would have done a story like that on the holodeck in next generation oh, or had they I, had a holodeck. That like, would have been a holodeck movie or at least episode. Yeah. Yeah. So like there was some of that kind of shenanigans happening without the holodeck. Without. Yeah. It was the it was the nebula that they were in that did it. Yeah. Or that they would time travel and they would dress up like gangsters or whatever. <laughs> that was always good too. <laughs> yeah. And I, those were one of some of my favorites. Really, was oh know, gosh when they, when they awesome. were in the. Tw- when they were in the 20th century, like reading us, oh my goodness, like 
they got the receipts. Man, I love it. And uh, it's you know, so good. It's a lot of times, especially with Picard and, and uh, them coming to now and commenting yeah. with a with a twenty fourth century mindset. It's like, yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Somebody else recognizes that. I mean, I'm, many people recognize a lot of things that were going wrong right now, but um, it was just kind of really cool. But to, to have the that. critical eye to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the ethos from that time brought down here, it gives you hope. Anyway. Yeah, I I loved all of those those ones. I mean, like original series with like tomorrow is yesterday, and they like end up in the '60s. And they go down to, you know, they go down to, like, NASA, <laughs> then the Pentagon and stuff like that. It's just great stuff. And Or they go down to the one planet that's, like, a gangster planet, and Spock is wearing, like, a zoot suit and the hat. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. You can't beat that. So I have my cookie. Okay, why don't you go ahead? What's in it for me? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the holodeck is the answer to that question every time. I mean, you think about <laughs> what's in it for me. Um, create your own story. Escape. Learn something yeah. new. Try out something else. Walk in someone else's shoes. Learn a new skill. You know, solve a problem. Meet a historical figure. <laughs> you know, all these things like what's in it for me? You got, you got you get your uh, your holodeck salesperson sales script back out. You know, <laughs> there's an objection. Go to the question. What's in it for me? And then yeah. yeah. <laughs> got my branching logic script ready to go. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> being able to answer what's in it for you is the number one job of a product manager. It really, really is. Like. Yeah. I think we just listed about 20 reasons there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Here's, uh, here's one. New customers are like razor-toothed gree worms. They can be succulent, but sometimes they bite back. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can be succulent, but... <laughs> oh, Nothing boy. Like a, nothing like a, a razor-toothed gree worm. When I think about all the, uh, and, you know, cust new customers coming aboard, experiences that I've had, yeah, where it's like, this is gonna be the one that's gonna do it for us forever. Like we'll be done when this, you know, <laughs> kind of having yeah. that sort of like, they're such a big fish and was such a great catch, and we're not gonna have it. We'll be in the promised land once this mm -hmm. is done. Once this and, one's done, we'll yeah. Have it. You're never going to get to the promised land. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Not without a holodeck, my friend. And even then, you're going to walk like you're thinking that you're going to the promised land, but you're still on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can dance around there, but don't believe it. Although. Don't smell your own farts here, friends. No. Yeah, no, no. Although. When we. Are they like Thorough Brand? When we imagine. We eventually made <laughs> on our on our epic Route sixty six circle of St. Louis. When we eventually made it to Ted Drews, yeah, that felt like the promised land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, you can have moments of promised land. 
in life. You gotta you gotta recognize them when they're happening. Like you gotta see them. You gotta recognize it. You gotta take it full advantage of it when it's happening. And you have to turn whoever you're with and say, "You realize we're in the promised land right now." Just in case right they now. didn't know. Like right this now. is the good. This is the good old days right now. Like like the pin, barking spider. Pin it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget. I won't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> But you can go through too, like Ferris Bueller. Don't go too fast. You might miss something. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it was funny. I I was talking to uh, Grandpa Klingon. Oh no. And uh, his his phrase (laughs) he gave me is one that's familiar to us, you know, on Earth. But I think it works well even with our concept that we were talking about today. It's but translated from Klingon, it it translates a little differently to English. Um, Okay. It's don't count your eggs before they're scrambled. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Hey, <laughs> <Okay, And>, boomer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was trying to get him to give me some more context. And he was, he was, he was upset. He was mad. Ah, uh, did he you know, just I have think... a bad omelet or? I think it was. Uh, I think he had some food poisoning from a, a bad omelet. Oh. <laughs> he gotta coat the eggs. <laughs> well, that's where I think he started to have it break down a little bit. Yeah. Well, the started making the omelet. It looked. It looked omelet shaped, but he never. <laughs> Thank goodness he has a second digestive system. So right. Was, it only yeah. upset one of his digestive systems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is why he was still able to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. He was feeling some discomfort, but only on one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that about wraps us up. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. Man, this was a fun conversation, Jenny. Yeah, it was like stepping into a holodeck. Oh, oh. but it was real? Question mark. It was. <laughs> it was real enough to feel like a vacation. So they can find us listeners um, on our Facebook group. Tech Trek podcast. Yep. Um, T E K. T E K. T R E K. Tech Trek. Yeah. In case you're wanting to spell it out, if you're filling out your scorecard at home, <laughs> um, check out our other episodes. We've done some some fun ones yeah. in here. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, and this has been Jenny. And this is one Jeff, of your host. Yeah. And remember <laughs> that. <laughs> Horseplay leads to sick prey. <laughs> even even from the holodeck. <laughs> even from the holodeck, yeah. Watch where you All right, step. folks. <laughs> Good night. Bye. <laughs>